As we discussed earlier, Congress passed the National Suicide Hotline Designation Act in 2020 to designate 988 as the universal telephone number. Congress included a provision in their bill that allows states to levy a fee on phone bills to help pay for the 988 system and other services to respond to calls that come into the 988 system. This new source of sustainable funding allows states to use the funds for routing calls to 988, supporting the 988 workforce, and to provide mental health, outreach, and stabilization services to respond to calls to 988. This is very similar to how we fund the 911 system. Right, Shannon? Yes. In fact, in 2018, fees for 911 generated $2.6 billion to support that service. A similar investment is needed for mental health and behavioral health crises. But the fee revenue should supplement, not supplant, funding from diverse sources, including federal, state, and local governments. So, Shannon, are states doing this? Are they really doing this? Are they levying a fee on phone bills to help pay for 988? What's the status of those efforts? Currently, five states have passed bills that include a 988 fee, and it's projected to result in millions of dollars in annual revenue for those states, while really only costing individuals a few dollars a year. Which states are those? At this point, Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, California, and Washington state have enacted bills that include a fee to support 988 and crisis services. Shannon, why haven't more states taken up this effort? Is it unpopular among voters? Surprisingly, no. In the last year, NAMI conducted two public opinion polls about crisis services in 988. What these polls found is that the public is overwhelmingly supportive of an effort to improve crisis response, including a strong recognition that when someone is experiencing a mental health or suicidal crisis, they should have access to mental health or crisis services. Additionally, over three quarters of people responding to the polls said they were willing to pay some amount on their monthly phone bill to sustainably fund their crisis system. So there is public support for these efforts. We just need policymakers to take action. So there's more work to be done in this space to get the policymakers on board. What about other resources at the state level? Some states have opted to provide resources for 988 and crisis services through their state appropriations funding. But these sources of funding are time-limited and subject to the state's regular legislative budgeting process. If you're interested in learning about what your state has done, NAMI tracks state legislation related to crisis response in 988, and you can find that on our legislative map on reimaginecrisis.org. Again, we want to stress here that the success of 988 will rest heavily upon state, territorial, and local leadership in leveraging the resources already available in addition to making new investments. Absolutely. And from NAMI's perspective, we plan to continue to work in close partnership with them to meet the crisis care needs of people across our country. Shannon, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much for this. And thanks, NAMI. 